It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. So, uh, in addition to, uh, you know when Kevin McCarthy, who'd always wanted to be the speaker, listen, um, um, Homeboys from Outer Space was on longer than Kevin McCarthy <laughs> was speaker. Like, they I'm got him you, up out of there. It didn't, yeah. I mean, it did not last at all. And he had to beg to get in there. It took forever to get him up. Took historic votes. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's leaving Congress. And you know why he's leaving? Because so many of those MAGA people are there that is ungovernable. It's like herding cats. Yeah. And everybody's getting out before the indictment's finished. And it's ridiculous. So... We we it's dysfunctional. They can't even vote for us. They've had Jim Jordan tried to get in. He, he tried to get in. They it tried was, to get it in. Was a, it was like a circus. <laughs> he was like, "I will be in. I will crazy. be named." No, no, you, no, you won't. And you can roll your sleeves back down, <laughs> dumbass wrestling teacher. <laughs> So that's very interesting. Uh, you went to a premiere last night. How was it? I did. It was amazing. It was absolutely beautiful. Everyone was there. I went to see uh, The Color Purple. Oh. It was really? amazing. I didn't go. Great job by Fantasia. I don't go. It's okay. I don't I, I don't think... I, I I don't go to premieres. Tyler, I don't, do I go to premieres? No. No, I don't go. I really don't go anywhere. No. I don't... Where do I go, Tyler? I don't know. I just, to the bar. You golf. Golfing. I golf. And that's it. And bars. And you work. Don't say it like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not tattoo wrong. Parlors. And you know when they ever put a tattoo bar? Like that. Tattoo if they ever have bars at golf, I, it'll be over. <laughs> they do have bars they at do, golf. They do, I thought. No, I ain't talking about all the time. Oh, okay. I was like, they do. <laughs> so you had a good time. I did. It was amazing. Is that purple, color purple? I love the movies. I watch. What, what are movies that come on and you watch every time they come on? Color Even Purple is Shawshank. one. Yeah, what is it? Shawshank. Redemption. I watch that all the time. Friday. Color Purple is for you. Yep. I watch, um, what's the one with, um, the one where the aliens came and Joaquin Phoenix, I think, was in it. Signs. Signs. Yeah, I watch it every time it comes on. I watch. I love it. I don't know why. I watch What Lies Beneath every time, no mm. matter where I'm at. Mm. Snatch. I watch it's the Five Heartbeats, no matter where I'm at. Yes. I watch The Wiz, no matter what. Yes. No, every I time. Watch I watch here. Color Purple, no matter what it part is on. I will finish the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm watching Boardwalk Empire over. Uh, uh, oh, it holds yeah. up. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it holds up. Um, so happy birthday to Larry Bird. Happy birthday to T.O. Terrell Owens. Uh, well, can we say that as many black women don't? I mean, like you said it. Black women, yeah, matter. come on, it's his but birthday. He can't explain himself, right? He did. Nah, he did all right. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday to Jeffrey Wright. Happy birthday to Fernando Vargas. Happy birthday to Tamika Wright, uh, Easy E's widow. Happy birthday to Yasiel Puig, uh, Major League. You know what? I watched that dude throw somebody from the outfield. That you know how strong you got to be. Mm-hmm. Throw somebody out from mm-hmm. the outfield. Yeah, and got it there and accurate and threw it. Uh, even I don't care accurate or not, just getting it there. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it just makes the distance up. You know how strong you got to be to do that. I do mm-hmm. indeed, actually. <laughs> That's so rare. Yeah, and he, mm-hmm. I don't even think no, he's in, still in baseball. But uh, but he I, I never saw anything like it. Just threw it out. Threw him out. Um, happy birthday to Johnny Bench. Happy birthday, possibly, of course, to Ted Knight. Happy birthday, uh, unfortunately, possibly, to Aaron Carter. We got a great show lined up for you. Of course, uh, Jasmine's going to tell us what's trending. I'm going to have a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Jazz man, what man? Tell these, uh, tell these good people what's trending. Did you see the video of Michael Washington in Alabama? 
the guy who was tased as a police officer had his hands behind his back yes. and tased him yes. yeah. and then was telling him to shh, yeah. shush. Yeah. And the girlfriend Sexual. said she, they, they, yeah, they she was like, she didn't feel like there was anything she could do. And the, and the police officer, I guess, had told, uh, told you know her to shut up and called her the B word. There's just a lot going on. That officer has been, uh, well, you already know. Fired. Mm, something like that. Yeah. Suspended. Suspended. Yeah. Well, after that, he's going to be uh, the nominee for Alabama's governor. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Be after this. With yeah. pay, Very, of course. Yeah. yeah. So they, of course, charged him with obstructing governmental operations, resisting arrest, marijuana possession as well. And they say he also could be hit with a drug trafficking charge and possessing a firearm as an ex-felon. You mean like Donald Trump? Like mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Exactly like I'm sorry. Donald Trump. I'm, I'm wishing that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also trending. Wow, Puffy. Yo, come on. Another uh, person has come forward with allegations that, you know, she was gang raped by him and some other people. Uh, she's got pictures. Uh, she says she was only in the 11th grade. Oh, and I wow. guess Javier allegedly flew her to Puffy's studio. Pierre. Harv Pierre. Harv Pierre. I don't. I don't. Anyway, allegedly flew her out to the studio, and uh, you know, you know, Puffy allegedly, according to her, you know, gave her drugs and alcohol, and then. You know, they gang raped I wonder if you shake Puffy's uh, uh, family tree if Bill Cosby would fall out. (laughs) (laughs) But this is what he's saying, finally, because, you know, he's been quiet. He said, enough is enough. He said, for the last couple of weeks, I've sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and for the truth yeah you know if it were just one 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 yeah, one it would have been different I, yeah, but it wasn't gonna, just one it, it was a but lot. here's the thing i still I believe what i said before I, I i don't believe just because somebody levels a- allegations at you that that uh, they're to be believed i believe the same thing as the united states constitution affords you're guilty you're pro- innocent to proven guilty i agree with so you I, but you unfortunately know, because of social media and the and the right, time that we right. live in now when as soon say, as oh, they should be believed, man, believe them now you start losing things you know he's already right. started to lose uh positions and endorsements and sponsorship money yeah. and things like that yeah. so already whether he is innocent until proven guilty in many ways He's already guilty. And that's what's trending. All right, coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. So, uh, again, uh, the, uh, in America, there was a mass shooting yesterday uh, on Wednesday, or what we call in America Wednesday. Uh, it, it is fairly a fairly common occurrence, and uh, it's a phenomenon that only happens here primarily. It is nowhere else in the world. Uh, and people uh, try to make these. It's funny to watch people make these gesticulations to justify it. They all say, well, it's because of violent movies or it's because of violent video games, uh, which is interesting because those movies play everywhere else. Those video games are played everywhere else. And none of them rise to the level of violence that is here. So it cannot be that it is movies and video games when those video games and movies play and are played through the whole of the world. Well, it's mental illness. Well, there are mentally ill people everywhere. Matter of fact, the most famous, uh, you know, psychiatrist ever or psychologist ever, Freud, he wasn't even from here. Right. So the things that we argue about, the things that we say 
um, to kind of justify the macabre things that happen here or, or, or would, would lead you to believe that those phenomenons occur because of these things. Oh, it's, it's, it's the violent video games or it's the movies or it's mental illness. But those play, those things exist everywhere else. As a matter of fact, I read something interesting. If you took all the serial killers combined from the top 25 countries, the top 25 countries, all the recorded serial killers from 1 to 25, they would not add up to the serial killers that have existed in the United States of America. The top 25. The top 25. We are a murderous lot. More Americans have died at the hands of other Americans than have died in every single war we've ever fought combined. And to do something about it, you have to accept the reality of about it. You, you, the problem in America is that we have access to the weapons to help us vent our rage. And we have too much access to them. It isn't that people are inherently less violent than other places. It's they don't have the same apparatuses. They can't go get a gun. It's, uh, they can't go get uh, uh, the guns and the kind of weaponry we can't hear and just walk around with it. They can't do it anywhere else. But to blame it on the movies and videos and, 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 and mental illness is an excuse. And I will tell you this. It is a game. It is, a, it is games that are killing us. It is the games that the polit- politicians play. It is the game that the gun industry plays. And it's the game with the pu- American public plays. Because it should be... If it is that big a deal, then it should be something you decide to end by voting it out. So it is a game. It's just not in a video controller. It doesn't have a joystick. It has willing participants. It has people who are willing to look the other way and blame everything. If you're telling me that it is a video game or Grand Theft Auto that made us violent, then that will explain to me Then maybe that's why Pac-Man made us fat. You'd have to, that, that has to be the argument, right? America needs to understand and accept the fact that it isn't less or more inclined to do something than somebody else is. It is the apparatuses we have. It is the fact that we have such ready access to the things that we can vent our rage with. I don't know why a gun that is capable of killing 100 people, uh, you know, really fast is on our streets. It's not for hunting. If you shoot that bad, you don't need to be a hunter. You need to be a Charlotte Hornet. That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. The CDC has been slammed for new health guidance in which it replaced the word woman with the gender neutral term pregnant people. The erasure of the term Uh, woman can be seen in recommendations uh, for a host of (laughs) respiratory virus vaccinations uh, for pregnant women. This includes material promoting shots for COVID, flu, uh, and RSV. (laughs) Don't say woman around here or women. You have to say pregnant people. I'm so old school. I mean, when dudes like chicks. That's how old school I am. That's how retro I am. I'm so throwback. I still think vaginas are wonderful. I'm talking about the ones, the factory ones. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not the ones you can order. I'm talking about the ones. (laughs) From the tap. You're telling me you did a better job of it than the creator. No, you think think the creator did a good job. How about the one I'm making here? (laughs) 
Some people be mad. One came, some came, one came free. You got one. You got to pick up at the shop. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Common headaches affecting two thirds of Americans could be caused by inflammation in the neck. Researchers in Germany had 50 adults ranging from the age of 20 to 31, and about half of them suffered from tension headaches. They underwent. MRI scans, MRI scans to find the source of the pain, and the doctor said they found out that it was actually because of the trapezius muscles were tight, and that is what was causing the headaches. You know, I didn't know this, but there are no pain receptors in the brain. It's the it's the sheath of the brain that receives pain. There's no mm. pain receptors in. No the matter brain. what it hurts. In you, that, you have in yeah, the you area. have uh, you have headaches all the time. I do. So uh, it's, it's the neck. What do you say? It's the pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. like right in here, which is interesting because if you ever go and get trigger point therapy, they give you shots there, which makes sense because I would imagine it releases yeah, the tension. Shots. Yeah. What? Yeah. If it says trigger, there's going to be a shot. Yeah. But I've gotten them in my head, right. at the base of my skull. Do they bring the swelling down? F-U-D-O. No, I'm asking a, it's a, a true medical question. question. That's not a you should be. Question. You're a doctor. You should know better. I am the doctor <laughs> of humane letters. My yeah, letters to be. dumb letters. <laughs> um, this is very funny. And, uh, you know, in line with, so millennials feel abandoned by their parents for not helping raise gang kids because they're too busy living their life. The grandparents <laughs> are too busy, like, living their life. Yeah. Um, do grandparents have a responsibility to help yes. raise their grandkids? They absolutely do not. <laughs> of course, I would say that. They do not. Yes, yeah, yeah. They must they raise their kids. They do not have a responsibility. Yes, they should raise them. No, I mean, of course, of course, you would think that you dropped uh, your son off and they swung I had like things you. to do, like college and things like that. Yes. I think when you have a baby, it is your responsibility. And the village that helps you accomplish you raising a baby is directly dependent on their desire to do so. They got to want to help you. If your kid is bad or ugly, forget it. Point taken. Forget it. Bad and ugly kids stay home a lot. <laughs> Nobody babysits them. And the but ugly ones. You know. Yeah. Mm. I, it's the only things I let Nola do because she's adorable. If she wasn't, it'd be a different story. Mm. <laughs> it would. If you, you you had me ugly grandkids, I don't need to see them all the time. I'm just telling you, I can see them. I can, FaceTime is good enough. I don't got to make all these trips. Yeah. So do you think for <laughs> ugly you, people, they should call it something else? Yeah. It shouldn't be FaceTime. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it should be paper bag over your FaceTime. That's yeah. what it should be. Well, Lil Heifer is not a good nickname. I'm sorry. Yeah, but but everybody get called that behind their back. <laughs> get that little heifer out of here. Oh, oh yeah, hot right. tail heifer. Everybody call it heifer behind <laughs> their back, right? Everybody. Stanky tail heifer. Um, so do grandparents have a responsibility to help raise their grandkids? That is a question that we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. Also, it's up on Twitter, D.O. Hughley Radio, or on Facebook, the D.O. Hughley Show. On the website is the D.O. Hughley Show.com. All right. Do you think grandparents have a responsibility to help raise their grandkids? We are going. Uh, that's the question we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. Get into your calls in a bit. It is the D.O. Hughley Show. All right. We're going to go to our social media platform. Uh, do you think that a grand... Because if, if parents, <coughs> the parents are, are too busy living their life, you think grand, grandparents have a responsibility to help raise their children? We're going to a social media platform. DJ Lucci, what did they say? Yes, like Lindsay from Pittsburgh said, I don't know if they have a responsibility to help raise, but they have a responsibility to have a relationship with their grandkids. Not even a responsibility. Mm. That's got to be a desire. What do you think of that? Do you think that they have an, a responsibility? Because that's a heavy word. 
It is. It's a heavy word. But I think if you still believe in it takes a village, I would imagine that you would offer some assistance. But I don't think that you are obligated to do so, I think. And obviously, this is funny coming from me. But when you've raised. Why is it funny coming from you? Well, because I did not raise my son. My mother did. What? Yes. I thought you raised your son. You shut your mouth. I did when he turned 14. There you go. There you go. But I think People let me tell you about my I also think think that it is on a case-by-case basis, such as my case. uh, My parents wanted me to go to college, and I did too. And in turn, I was able to take care of both of all of them because of, you know, getting a good job. So it worked out. 14 years. Anyway. After um, they've been around 14 years, it's a lot less expensive than last four years. Well, yeah. Yeah. I wish I but Joey probably would have stayed with my mother longer had she not died. Yeah. She just oh, that's it. Glory. Oh, I'm like, where are you going? He's only fourteen. He will be four more years. Later on. Four leaving. more years. That's all I ask. Water pole lady out. Oh my god. <laughs> no. And modern medicine not failed true. you. Not that's true. crazy. She <laughs> might have still been around. Still, if only. Oh my, she's looked like she's headed toward the light. Well, is she? Is she babysitting? Did she leave some pampers? Can she wait till Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not obligation, but certainly consideration. Yeah. No, not even that. Everything no, I think you should be, yeah. Everything you do when you're adults is a courtesy. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Now I happen to think that that's, you know, my role. I believe I'm supposed to do what I do till that is me. I believe that. Uh but I don't believe that it is inherent. It's not it's not some uh responsibility is something I yeah well there do. are people out there who think that it is an obligation and they get into several arguments yeah. with the mother because they feel like I can raise them better yeah. or let me have the baby yeah. and things like that yeah. so everybody has a difference of opinion yes. alright All right, so do you think that uh, if a if a, a parents are too busy living their lives should the grandparents do they have an obligation to help them raise their children 877-242-2426 it's the D.L. Hughley Show uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show um, the question we're asking uh, their parents, some parents are too busy to raise their own kids. Should the grandparents step in and raise them? Do they have a responsibility to do such a thing? Junius, what do you think? Well, it depends on the circumstance because in you know old school, if you had a kid and your parents are really old, then it ain't even an option. You know, now they can have a relationship. You can bring them over there and point to them, but then that's about it. But now. These days, when since yeah. parents, you know, your your when, average when your grandparent is as old as you are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the average grandparents are in their thirties. Then, yeah, they they should be right. some obligation to at least have an, um, a relationship. But you know, them. here's the thing: if you had your babies young, this is the counter side. You had your babies young, and you raised your children. The last day, and you you didn't have a life. And now you get get when the last thing you want yeah. to do is raise kids. If you were you had your kids young, you did what you were supposed on to do. purpose, you or know. you know. Even if you didn't have a purpose, you have a kid, you've raised your child, you probably in your early 30s. You served your 30s. time in hell. It's time to do your, live your life. I don't, you don't want a baby. Nope. You want to be Correct. raising another baby? You don't. No, it's it's true. You you did what you were supposed to do. That's why these grandmothers, these grandmothers are different because they had a life, had kids. Then they, there are some women whose whole identity is children. Of yeah. course. Their whole identity is a family and children. And there are some women who have kids, love them, but are ready. Man, I'm going to Cancun. I, I, I'm, 
They ready to go. If you don't believe it, just listen to a lot of parents who say they can't wait to be empty nesters. Yes. Yes. They take that room and yes. convert it into something else. Man, let me tell you a something. A red room yeah. or a sewing room, whatever you want to call it. I used to cry when I come in this room. Now I'm right at a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> I sweat now. I don't cry anymore. Yeah, I'm serious. I mean. Nobody, especially when you're raising kids, is a, is a entirely different. Now, and, and here's, I never have believed that I was the kind of man that could raise other children that weren't mine. But seeing Nola and Stevie, I know I could do it. But that was something I didn't know till I met them. Like I know I could do it. I could do it. Well, you looking at you? No, nah, it's just they, 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 they. I could do it. I didn't. I didn't. I had no idea I had that capacity for love. Like I didn't. I thought I would love stopped at my children. But I would get rid of my children just to raise them. I really would. I pretend like I didn't know them. I could. I would get rid of them. <laughs> that part's not true. That part actually isn't true. Who are you? <laughs> but I could. And I think that would be, but I had kids younger, it would be a joy to me. But I think there are the, the if kids are having kids so young and grandparents are so young, like my sister, uh, she had kids, four kids. By, well, how old was Nisi? 16? How old are she had four kids, right? When she got in her thirties, she left them kids and went to college. Did she lose you? Did she? She she went to college. Like she wanted to have a life. Mm-hmm. She's like she let the kids their daddy and left, and and because she, she wanted a life and lived on the dorms, <laughs> like left. I mean, so um, what do you think, ladies and gentlemen? If you're if you're too busy raising children, your grandparents have a the grandparents have a responsibility to help you raise them. Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question that we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, millennials feel abandoned by their parents for not being available to help raise their grandkids because they are too busy, too busy carrying on with their lives, <laughs> too busy going to Cancun and seeing the world. Where you going to be? I mean, I'm going to South Africa, baby. Oh, I can't. Um, do you think grandparents have a responsibility to help raise their grandchildren? What do you think, Jeff? I, um, influence, yes. Raise, no. Yeah, I don't think you have an ob- obligation to raise them. No. But the truth is, everybody says we need big mama, but don't nobody want her job. Yeah. You know the funny thing about raising kids? What they really want is a babysitter. That's what they want. <laughs> right. They, want right. they want. They don't want you to have them all the time, just when you, they don't want to have them. And they also don't want you to tell them what to do with no. them. No, exactly. Or how I don't to want, do it. I don't want your opinion. I want your time. That's what, it's dope to drop your kid off when you got somewhere to go. Like that's uh, like one of the reasons Ryan is moving home is because it does take a village, but that village is full of babysitters. <laughs> that's, <what> that is. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. Like she she comes home. Everybody. She got Marlene. She got Glenda. She got uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, uh, Tyler. She got Kyle. She got Lenon, she got a whole that village. There's a name you left out. <laughs> yeah, me too. But obviously. And obviously, I am at the apex top of that because no one has to date found someone who is more adept at being a babysitter than me. But, <laughs> the but they don't. They don't want. I want somebody to take my kids when I want to go where I want to go. Yeah. Right. That ain't raising. That's babysitting. Correct. Yeah, and I also think you had a point too regarding you know the boomers and and you know the generations that they are blaming because now these this particular generation boomers X all of them just in better positions than they were before so now they're retiring they're 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 taking vacations they're traveling they carry on with their life with no baby on your hip no you out here no. living your best life and I think I, you know what I've seen I've seen some people could imagine never imagine how much you know my kids want everything but now they're having so much fun they can't can't imagine. Mm-hmm. They can't imagine. So do you think um, there are a lot of millennials who feel abandoned, millennials who feel abandoned by their parents? 
because the parents are too busy carrying on with their life, enjoying their retirement, moving, going places, and they feel like the grandparents should have to help them raise their children. You think that that's so? 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, Jasmine, you can relate to this. Some millennials feel abandoned by their parents for not wanting them to help them raise their grandkids because they are too busy living their life. Do grandparents have a responsibility to help raise their grandkids? We are going to the phones. Well, I think these new parents are they they're enti- they think they're entitled to have what they want and that means taking up their parents' time by having them babysit. You know, once you've raised your kids and they're grown, you don't owe them anything else, you know? And if they want to have kids, then it's on them to um take care of them. Grandparents don't have to help. And grandparents are young these days. They got a life, so they don't want to spend all their time taking care of grandchildren. Grandparents do have something to do with it. I mean, if the parents are not good, I mean, how the kids going to turn out? I mean, really? Well, I think, first of all, DL is crazy, but I agree. My husband told us, he told my sons, don't bring your other grandbabies in the house. But other than that, I think that, yes, we do need to help raise our grandchildren because these kids are thrown off. They don't always have the answers. We don't have them, but at least we had a foundation. And it takes a village. And we should be part of the village for our grandbabies. Now, Jasmine, do you think that your mother, any of them, any of your mothers, had a responsibility to? Well, any of them weren't around. Just one particular one was there. The one that took. I don't think she had a responsibility to do what she did, but I'm glad that she did. And at that time, because I was a kid, I was willing to stay home, just get a job and do what I could. And it was them who said. At the key. I was going to work at Shoney's. Nah, I really wouldn't work there. Now, mm-hmm. you don't you don't have it. I mean, Mm-mm. come on. <laughs> I ate every little Debbie in sight. Yeah. No, couldn't do it. So you, but um, I had a, I had a plan. That's not weird. Um, I had a plan. What? With consent. I had a plan, and my plan was I was going to get a job at Shoney's or Kmart. <laughs> and right. I was that's what I thought. I'm, I'll be a floor supervisor in I no mean, time. I didn't think about supervisor. I just thought about <laughs> a job. Period. And my mama was like, "No, nope, you're going to go to college. This is this was the plan, and we're going to stick to it." Now it's not my fault that millennials don't have a grandmother like that in their life. Right, there are a lot of people who do. There are a lot of people who do who are like, "Listen, give me the baby. I'll take yeah. them, and you go." on yeah but they didn't finish you know so who didn't finish uh, what she didn't i mean who didn't finish what she didn't finish the shift she she didn't finish raising them she who your mother jesus was calling she oh, couldn't right. say I'm no i didn't say whatever she had things to do she wanted to get back and see her mama and her sister <laughs> she had other people she wanted important. to raise joy though she did insisted on you and when i got a good job and asked for him back she was like no. no, no, no. <laughs> so, you, you know. Just, you know, you dropped this baby. We got used to it. It's, yeah, it's mine's now. I was like, she okay. She thought it was hers now? Yeah, her. pretty much. He called her mama? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care. What did he call you when you came? Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Didn't there bother me one bit. I was there like, thank you. All yeah. right. That we have more sad give, stories. Yes. But that <laughs> lady to give me money. Yes. <laughs> he learned early. That I, I look like, like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting to your calls. <laughs> it's the D.L. Hughley Show. So the question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of millennials feel abandoned by their parents because their parents will not help them raise their grandkids. Because they're too busy living their life. You think parents have a responsibility to raise their, grand, their grandkids? We're going through the phones. Well, it's two parts to that. 
You have to look at the word help and responsibility. Grandparents help, which means come alongside and help you where you need help. Responsibility lies with the parent. So is it the grandparents' responsibility to help? No. Should they help? Yes. But the responsibility is for the parent. I think that grandparents somewhat have an obligation. And I only say that because back when I was growing up, mama and them, grandma and them, all of them, it took a village. And I don't think adults today have that village. So, yes, I do feel that they are somewhat obligated. No, grandparents don't have to help with their children, but if they care about their legacy or their lineage and the trajectory of their lineage, then they will help because having children or as parents, they understand how difficult it is to do it alone. So if they want the best for their children, they will help. As a grandparent, I don't believe that it's my responsibility to raise my grandchildren uh, just because my children may be wanting to just go off and live their lives. But what I do believe is that um, I have a responsibility um, to help pour into my grandchildren um, and to help with some emotional uh, support for my children um, because they need some wisdom that they don't always have um, at that age when they're raising younger children, as I didn't when I was raising them. So that emotional support is what really I have a responsibility to provide for both the child and for my grandchildren. Children are like, if you ask somebody, raising is a different thing, what they want is babysitters. But if you ask for kids around Christmas, you ain't going to get them. Mm-mm. You you know, you, you get them for the summer. You know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. get them whenever they want to go or they need you, you, you get them. Yeah. But, but even then, raising them means you're going to have them a lot. You don't get them when travel is cheap. No, you don't get them. You know. But moving in, I mean, so the plan is for Ryan and, and, and Shep and the girls to move back here. But what that means is they got a ready supply of people who they can. Right, am, am I lying, Kyle? They just, just, Not at all. They ain't got to tell us they did it. Yeah, They're moving to the village. <laughs> they can just drop them off. And, and uh, I have come home and everybody's gone except Marlene and and nola and glenda and speaking spanish watching tv i'm like what ain't somebody supposed to be working <laughs> well the beautiful thing is everybody here looks like you and loves you yeah the, and the see and she's latin so uh <laughs> they teach her how to clean it's crazy it's crazy i'm just telling. and some grandparents aren't just living their lives <laughs> i think lives. they got a vacuum for christmas i'm pretty sure they got <laughs> a little dust said. <laughs> She got her initials on it. (laughs) Some grandparents aren't just living their life. Some, you know, are struggling just to get by on what they got left from, you know, from their retirement. And to bring new miles into that scenario, Mm, man, you are deteriorating. You had the baby raise them. them. The first one had to raise babies. Wait a minute. Mm. Now I'm feeding them off of my my savings? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Come on now. Stop it. All right. Coming up, we're going to find out what life is like on the yard with that boy Trey. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. We are celebrating the holidays with you. Hi, this is Freddie Jackson. Hi, this is Anita Baker. Yo, what's up? This is Usher, and I want to wish you and yours a happy holiday. Keep it here for more holiday cheer on the D.L. Hughley Show. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Um, That boy Trey is here to let us know what life is like at an HBCU with my life on the yard. I love my HBC. I do, I do. 
What's good, y'all? This is that boy Trey, back again with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU life. Man, I miss the crib. Thanksgiving just passed, and I got reminded how the holidays are the best for college kids. It's almost like a flashback to high school. Not having to worry about buying your own food and deodorant and whatnot. It makes you really miss those days like a mug, man. <laughs> Like, my parents did told me I was going to miss being a kid. I was like, hell no. I want to go to college. I want to be grown. I want to do all the grown stuff. I want to be on my own, not you having to tell me what to do all the time, you know? Now I'm here, and I'm like, damn, this is overrated. Then I go back home. Don't got to pay for none. The court is still in the backyard. I can hoop whenever I want. Food constantly in the fridge. Damn, I miss it. I don't know what my dumbass was thinking. Thought my parents didn't know what they was talking about. Like they wasn't kids or young adults before. Grown with training wheels, I call it. Cause I have independence and stuff and all that's cool. But I'm below the poverty line when it comes to my own money. Like my parents pay for everything that's big. Like my apartment and car. I don't have a job. They want me to focus on being a student. There's no way I could pay for that stuff. <laughs> so they still have dominion over my ass. Their word is still law, you know? I'm thankful that they're paying for all that stuff. I don't want to pay for all that right now. That's a whole nother responsibility I'm not trying to worry about at this very moment. So I'm thankful, but at the same time, it's like their word is law, but they don't pay for my every necessity. Like I never knew how expensive hair stuff was. Now I see why broke shorties are even nappy-headed or weaved up, because $20 for decent conditioner is ridiculous. What really set it off for me was when we went out to eat on Thanksgiving. Mom ain't feel like cooking, cooking. She just made the essential sides, like greens and stuff. So we went to a nice steakhouse for a real dinner. I saw the menu and about passed out looking at the prices. Then I remembered, I'm not paying. Got some steak topped with crab legs. Crazy, right? <laughs> Now, I would never be able to afford some stuff like that back in the A. So why wouldn't I take advantage when the opportunity presents itself? All right, y'all, that's all I got for y'all today. Till next time, this has been That Boy Trey, checking out with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU Life. Thank you, Trey. The militant man, Jamal Kingsley, is right here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. That is coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your indictment update. Um... We were talking about do parents have a responsibility to raise uh, children, right? That was a conversation we were having. Mm-hmm. My mother had us. She started, She had, like my sister, she had us by the time she was 18, 19. Wow. Mm. She had all her kids. She was fast. But she's a mother, grandmother. Yeah, she was no straight. Look, let me tell you something. That's what they used to call her back in the day. Tell you something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we called her Oval Team. I'll be late for <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <That's loud. laughs> um, um, but she was a different era, and she she loved the she loved the grandkids. She was a great grandmother. Is a great grandmother. I should I say, say. Not to my kids because they're mine, but I'm talking about the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> she likes my girls, though. She does. She does. Kyle. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> what? Does she remind him of her? I think that's it. He I mean, her she used to get him them Christmas presents. Oh, like, what, him. Is, what is he doing back? <laughs> I thought he was grown and gone. Right. What's your name, baby? Baby, <laughs> yeah. this is Merry Christmas, down everybody, except this one. <laughs> This is going down the wrong direction. Maybe I can't live these memories like this. But we were talking about that. But you were grateful. It takes it. 
Aren't you fortunate you had people Very that fortunate. loved you like that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you got picked out of the bylaw, man. They sure used to did. have people that really loved, loved me you. just the same. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They didn't twofer. beat you or they didn't. No, no, yeah. they did that. No, but they beat you like that. <laughs> they beat oh, you like they, they with everybody else. No, no, no. Yeah. Mine no, was no. different. But it was for love. No, no, no. No, no. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you I got as. The, my mother beat me. My father, my step, replacement father, never did. No, now my dad never. I know. Beat me, but so but I'm saying you probably got did. the same beatings that you could biological. You would got the same beatings biologically. Oh yeah, they were the same, yeah. but they were still. They didn't know. get. They didn't beat you special because they didn't love you. No, they just. I don't know why they beat me the way they did. Charles Hughley <laughs> didn't whoop your ass. No, really, not not a lot. No. Probably I mean, exercise. Maybe he, he hit me with his fist. He didn't. Okay, hit me. yeah. Yeah. I was about to say he didn't. He didn't he never whipped me with a belt. I can't believe you didn't make the hell knocked out of you. Maybe a couple times, but not, certainly not as many as my mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Certainly not as many as my mother. My mother whipped me all the time. My father might have did, I don't know, yeah. five times, four times. My mom, my Same daddy here. never whipped me, and my daddy never whipped my brother. Yeah. Now my mama, yeah. I got a whooping every day. Yeah. Me yeah. too. And look how But look I deserved it. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I deserved did. it. I did. You didn't, Junius? No. Well, maybe June, you but... Yeah, we should have switched lives. No, thank you. <laughs> no, I was entertainment more more, more, like, more often than not. Get in here and jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> no, my brother, once my brother moved out, you know, we went over that story before. But once he went to live with his dad, then he was yeah. the one who used to get the beatings all the time. Yeah. And I, I, being perfect, of course, never got into trouble. So right. my sisters would take turns every day saying that I did something so they could watch yeah. me get oh, my wow. ass wet. But you know what? Really, what it was, she was exhausted from whipping his ass. She didn't have to, you know, because you know, didn't I tell you that right there? That's exhausting. Did you forgive your sisters? Did you forgive them? I had to because, you know, hey, I was trying to soften them up. I mean, as an adult. All that water under the bridge. Once I was old enough to get away from them, it was like. Until they started telling them old stories around Thanksgiving. All right, coming up, we got the militant man, Jamal Kingsley. He's returned to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, please welcome the militant man, Jamal Kingsley, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Why is it when you overcook your toast a little bit, you go out of your way to scrape all the black off of it. Mm. Always trying to get rid of the black. Think about it, my brother. And why is it when you play chess, the white pieces always get to move first? Is it because you think black should never come first? Think about it, my brother. And why is it you are wishing for a white Christmas. What's the matter? Black and brown? Half the population of the country? We don't get Christmas? Think about it, my brother. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke. And think about it, my brother. The Hughley Hustle Home Mix is coming up next. Plus, we have another special case show Bus Records banger. That will be up in approximately 20 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Get ready to laugh and stay informed. Join D.L. Hughley on the D.L. Hughley Show podcast. Available on UrbanOnePodcast.com and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't miss out. Now it's time for what you need to know with a word from our sponsor, Sybil Wilson. 
It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. The man who shot three people to death at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas Wednesday has been identified as Tony Polito. Law enforcement sources say the suspect was a 67-year-old career college professor who had unsuccessfully applied for a job at the school. One person was also critically injured and the gunman was killed by authorities. Former President Donald Trump is in attendance at his New York fraud trial today. An accountant is testifying in Trump's defense. The office of New York Attorney General Letitia James is suing the Trumps and the Trump Organization for allegedly inflating financial statements by billions of dollars. The richest Americans are richer than ever. New figures from the Federal Reserve show that the top 1% of earners in the U.S. own more wealth than all middle-class Americans combined. 26.5% of all household wealth belongs to those whose income puts them in the top 1%. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Um, so uh, we were <laughs> we were talking about all this going on. Um, so um, you know that there's been mass exodus from uh, the Congress, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> and I think primarily a lot of people who are in good stead just went, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It's After a while, it's gotten to look crazy to you. Marjorie Taylor to. Green, Bobby, oh. you know, giving people hand jobs in the middle of Beetlejuice. Uh, <laughs> the people's business is not being done, so you know why hang That's around? That's the problem. <laughs> no, might as That's well leave. No, there well, is giving people. No, not at all. Give people hand Everything jobs in the middle of a do. child's play. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, to know. each his own. But right, like they kicked her out there in the middle play. Do you know who I am? The didn't get to see Beetle. The end of Beetlejuice. That's what you are. That's who you are. Go wash your hands. <laughs> That's who you are. They got this, and I'm getting the hell out of here. I cannot do this anymore. I see that uh, Chris Christie. They're trying to get him to drop out and throw his support behind Christie. Uh, whatever her name is, Nikki Haley. He ain't gonna do it. Yeah, of course he's not going to yeah. do it. Even all together, they wouldn't catch Trump. No, all together they have. And Vivek Ramaswamy, all he got is the people to get to, to supply beauty shops hair. Those people are solid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Johnny Quest fans, that's solid. I'm voting for Haji. For sure. For sure. <laughs> he said. He said he doesn't rule out a return if elected retribution. He said I won't rule out retribution if elected in 2024. Yeah. He's telling you. He's <laughs> telling you right. what he's going to do. All right. Uh, are you petty after a fight? Find out. Uh, Jasmine, give us five uh, passive aggressive behaviors. Uh, you know you've done after a fight for Julia. Also for Madame Noir. And number five. Make dinner for yourself. Just you. <laughs> you don't get to eat. I made reservations for one. Yeah. <laughs> Number four of the top five passive aggressive behaviors you know you've done after a fight the silent treatment. That's a good one. No, I'm yeah, good at that. Real. I'm not, good enough. not talking. Not I am good not enough. talking. I'm not taking your calls. Not I'm not nothing. Enough. Number three of the top five passive aggressive behaviors you know you've done after a fight not be in the mood. No nookie for you. Mm-mm. No nookie, no cookie, no nothing. That's what the fight was about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Number two of the top five passive aggressive behaviors you know you've done after a fight. Forget to unlock the chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who has chain locks? Uh, yeah. People don't have chain yeah. locks no more. Wow. How? How? See, there you go. It's true. Looking down on our people. Oh, wow. This from the guy who watches everybody walk past in first class. No, I'm not looking down on them. I'm looking, I'm actually lower than them. I can see, when you're sitting down in first class, people are taller than you when they walk by. So I ain't looking down on them. People are I am looking past them. And the number one of the top five passive aggressive behaviors you know you've done after a fight, be very loud in the morning (laughs) when everybody else is trying to sleep. (laughs) 
Wow. Did I wake you go. up? There's a good one. Yeah, well, All I right, rattling pan, she don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> that will do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for tuning in and joining our little menagerie. Is that what this is? <laughs> is that what I've been participating in? Band of merry men. Uh, and uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, in, uh, in indictment update. 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 Um, Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? So I was reading a story about Shirley Ralph, who said that she's uh, just about ready to start living with her husband twenty years into the marriage. That's very. Wasteful. They haven't been living in the same place. Right. They visit every two weeks. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to be in here all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you're in the refrigerator. Yeah. There you go. She's been different since the mighty queen. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let me, but she said it works for her. So people who are, you know, criticizing her on social media, she's like, listen, do what works you for you. You ain't Leave seen nothing like 20 years the mighty in, right? queen. Let yeah. me miss you. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just go on the road. I mean, just. Um, uh, Junius, <laughs> hand of the king. What'd you learn today? Well, I learned a newfound appreciation for my grandparents who uh, was you know, very crucial in my upbringing as a child. And now that we talked about it today, that, that brought back fond memory. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thanks. All right. Well, they're, they're welcome. All right. Mm-hmm. Look what you did. Hey. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> Somebody is sensitive. Razor Junior. On the next DR Hughley show. <laughs> if you're not going to happy hour, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party. Plus, we're going to give you another hot new song with my day butt of the week and an episode where people get to tell me exactly what they think of the call. <laughs> <clears throat> My favorite short bus operator Pull that string We got to go Ho 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 And toot 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 It is the D.L. Hughley Show Number one on the naughty list